Welcome to Miracle Life Prayer. We're getting ready to start. We're going to start in about three minutes. We'll join in prayer. Just enjoy the sounds of the music because he is a waymaker.
Thank you for tuning in for our Tuesday night prayer. And of course, a, a good nugget from the Word of God. We're going to start with a word of prayer. Eternal Father, we thank you again tonight. God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor for the things that you're getting ready to release in this time, God. God, we thank you once again that you have been the way maker, that you have been the God that has been carrying us over troubled waters, that God, you have been the God that has been keeping us with our armor on and understanding how to use our armor and be equipped correctly, God. God, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you tonight that you have provided for us like never before. God, that you have continued to protect us in everything that's been going on around us in this world, God. And God, we just want to thank you. God, we want to thank you for being who you are. And God, we want to thank you that you remained faithful when we did not see which way to go. God, you remained faithful when we have walked away from you. God, but you remained faithful. And we just want to say thank you tonight, God. We want to say thank you for your son that you sent down to shed blood over 2,000 years ago that we can be connected back unto you, that we can be reconciled back unto you, God. And God, we thank you for your son that we have a savior now, God, that has saved us from the eternal death. We thank you right now for everything that you have been teaching us about this armor over the last couple of weeks. And God, God, we want to thank you for what you're getting ready to equip us to with tonight, God. And God, we're going to give you the glory. God, we going to give you the honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank God. I'm glad you tuned in. And we're going to read the whole text for, for this and then I will go into the two last two pieces of the armor tonight and then we'll pray. Amen. Amen. And we are, the whole basis has been Ephesians the sixth chapter. And we're going to start at the 10th verse tonight, so we can close this out. And however the Lord leads us for the next couple of weeks, that's what we're going to do to the new year come in. Amen? So, Ephesians, the 6th chapter, starting at the 10th verse. It says, Finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in high places in the world, and wickedness in high places in the world. Wherefore, take on the whole armor of God, that you be able to withstand in the evil days, and have done all to done to stand. Therefore, having long your goings with the, with the belt of truth, and having put on the breast, breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shoed with the preparation of the gospel, and above all, let's take the shield of faith with, with it, wherein that ye may be able to stand the quench and the fiery darts of the wicked. And take on the helmet of salvation and the, spirit, the sword, which is the spirit and the word of God. Sorry about the tongue twist. But that's what we want to go. And the last things we he has left for us, because we covered the shoes, we covered, we covered the helmet, we covered the breastplate, we covered the shield of faith, and what's left, the things that will hold armor all together, the first thing, which is the, the belt of truth. You know, we got to have a belt on. Millennials, hear me. Wear your belt and wear your belt correctly. Because your belt is to hold things up and hold them in position 
so you can be able to fight. This is a place where you hold your, your weapons of your warfare. It's on your belt. So if your belt is not in right position, I can talk in the natural, in the spirit. So if I'm going to fight in a battle and, and my belt is not in the right position, I can't get to my weapon in the right way. My weapon may be too low to be able to reach out and grab, grab what I need to to fight what I'm battling at the time. Because at times you're going to need your sword, because the spirit, sword, spirit, spirit of the sword means the word of God. You're going to need that in your hand, and also you're going, you're going to need your shield of faith. But if you ain't got your belt on right, when you lift your sword up, you don't have truth on your belt. You don't have truth wrapped around you to keep things in order. So you have to understand truth is keeping everything in order. And truth is keeping your weapons in the right place. And you have to understand that truth is, is, to, is, is truly what you need in this day and time. We don't need to stroke egos. We don't need to compromise gospel. We don't need to make sure people are, are, are feeling good. Because feeling good does not keep you in right place. So we got to understand the belt of truth is to actually keep everything upright. It holds you, and it positions everything you need around you. So you have to understand that, because truth will line up with the Word of God. So why do you not think that on your belt is going to be your sword, which is a spirit, which is the Word of God? So you have to keep everything in the right position. Understand this. In this day and time, we have to remember, if we're going to have truth around us, we're going to have Jesus on us. And he just cannot just sit on us. He has to be close to us and in us. So when you have the belt on, you remember who Jesus is. Because the word of God always reminds you that Jesus is what? He is the way, the truth, and the light. And no one can come to the Father except through him. So we have to understand that we have to keep truth on us. We have to keep Jesus in us. We have to keep all these things in the right position so we can always have excess assets to the Father. We've got the understanding. Having the belt on of truth, which is positioning things in the right place on you. Let me break this down too. I, 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 I guess this part for the young ones. When you have a belt on and you're not using it properly, I'm not in a position ready to fight. When the enemy comes at you, you don't have time to try to get ready. You have to be ready. You have to have your armor on in the right position and in the right places in order to fight correctly. If we don't have your belt on right, and your belt is at behind, below your waist, under your backside, and all of those things, you're not going to get to a place where you can fight effectively because you have to keep adjusting yourself. And when you're in battle, you have to be in right standing. So if I got Jesus in me and on me, that means I'm in right place. So whenever the enemy comes in, I know what to do, and I know how to how to pull my, my weapon out of which is the word of God, which is a sword, and know how to use it properly. But if I don't have things positioned properly, I can't use my weapons correctly. 
Because how can you have your shield of faith and your sword going and you're still pulling up your pants? You're still pulling up, making sure your loins are, are girded correctly. You're still adjusting. You're still doing this. But if you don't got this on right, you're not in a place to understand how to be in position to fight in the battle. So the spirit of truth is something that we must know and keep in us. We must be the truth. The Bible is the truth. And the, what the Bible reminds us, the Bible says, the, the, the word of God, the truth. And the truth shall make you free or set you free, depending on the translation you're reading. You have needing the, the truth in order to be free. So we have to have the belt of truth to keep us in alignment and keep our weapon in the right position. And keeping the weapon in the right position means I'm ready for battle at any time. So that's what we got to understand about the belt because it holds and keeps everything in position. It keeps that breastplate of righteousness in the right position so it's not flopping up and making you vulnerable to attack. It, it, keeps, it, keeps, it keeps your, your pants in the right position so you can move around and not them getting caught up in your shoes after preparation for the gospel, for the revelation that God is giving you of Jesus Christ. You got to keep these things in. And finally, this thing that people are always talking about it and talking about the, the sword, which is, which is the word of God. You know, Bishop, bless me with this sword. Back in 2016. So, you got to have your sword. Our sword looked like this in the natural. But in the spirit, your sword is like this. So, you got to understand every time you, you pull out the word of God, you're pulling out your sword. So, if we want to say some things when we're facing in the battle... We got to remember, like Jesus said, that men should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the word of God. So when you begin to use your, your sword, every time the enemy comes in, I need you to pull out your sword and begin to use it. You got to use that sword in order to get to a place of understanding. Remember, the sword is not just just sharp on one end and when it goes down the cut it cut when it come back it's cutting so you got to make sure the word is cutting in a place to get rid of things and, and kills things that don't belong in your life you got to use that sword in order to keep your flesh in alignment every day you have to understand this sword is not just a, a, a temporary thing a thing when you only eat but you got to understand and anybody who's ever used weapons like like um We'll say, just say, Menifee, when he told us about different weapons in martial arts, you must know how to use your weapon because you don't know how to use a weapon. The weapon is useless and it can hurt you. You got to know how to use the word of God. The word of God is here not to break you down, but to lift you up, to encourage you to sharpen you, to edify you, to put you in a position that you will learn and increase in knowledge and revelation of God. That's what the Word of God is sitting here for. You have to got to know 
when I use the word of God, when the word of God comes, just like some people, when they feel like their flesh is about to rise up, you got to sometimes go to James and say, if I submit myself under God, I can resist the devil and he will flee. Some days you got to remember some things in, in the word of God. It is, he has more with me than it is against me. You got to remember in the word of God, even my enemies and my foe came to eat upon my flesh. They stumble and they fail. You got to know how to use your sword. You got to understand it that once I'm in the shadow of the almighty, that nothing will come to me, will cause harm to me. Why? Because I'm using the word of God. You got to know that everything that we do and say must come from the word of God. We cannot use it at, at, at our convenience. We must use this as our daily living in order to be a real soldier. In the army, you got to understand that you have to have your, your weapons and understand what your weapons are used for. And you have to know when to have your sword out to fight off the things that are coming. Or you got to know when you got to have your shield of faith blocking the fiery darts of the enemy that's trying to destroy you. You got to know what every part of this, this armor means because when you got to have this helmet on to understand it, how to protect your head, how to not let things come into a battlefield where they don't belong when the enemy's trying to come in like a flood. Have the helmet of salvation on. That's the same salvation that saved you from a, an eternal death. You got to know how to put that on. You got to have the righteousness of God. That's your breastplate of righteousness because it's not our righteousness, but it's the righteousness of God. And how did we get it? Once we became saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled, the righteousness of God was put on us. Not our righteousness, but the righteousness of God. And then you got to understand when you got the shoes of, of the gospel, preparation of the gospel, the shoes are keeping you footed grounded. It's keeping you in position when the enemy tries to come at you and hit you. It's going to be just like the weevil wobble. May you may hit me hard but if you don't knock me down and I'm going to keep coming back because I got my armor on and you have to understand this tonight that your armor and every piece of it that gives you the strength and the courage and encouragement to keep moving forward but you got to remember how to use it and you got to understand it, that faith coming by hearing and by hearing the word of God and so we got to get to a place where we got to hear the word of God there is no excuse and this time in, in and this space of the of the church that we cannot hear the word of God. If you don't even know how to read, we got apps that will read the word of God to you that your faith may be increased. You got to make sure that you're doing what you need to do because a soldier once is going through boot camp, it must keep their, their, their senses sharp. So when we keep our senses sharp is by studying the very word of God that he has given to us. You got to understand Understand this right now. We can't get into the place where we ain't praying no more, where we ain't fasting no more, where we ain't consecrating ourselves, where we ain't sitting there and waiting on God, where we ain't on our face no more in prayer and shutting ourselves in to be able to hear from God. We have got to get back to that because that's your training ground. That's where you keep yourself sharpened. Just like on the job that you have to go through the training and keep your certifications up so you can still do your job. You got to do the same thing having this armor on. You have to keep yourself in training. Keep your certifications up.
And I want to tell you tonight, if you come to Bible study and you take notes and remember stuff and apply what's been read, you got one certification. If you're coming to prayer meeting and you're standing there and getting on your face before God and not asking for things, but sometimes just taking for him and thanking him what he's doing and just sitting there and waiting on to hear him, there goes another certification. If I come to Sunday school and sit there and participate and know what the word is saying and know how it's broke down and that's another certification coming to the house of God from Sunday morning worship and coming there and participating and that's how I'm going to get another one of my certifications. Why? If I keep getting another certification and I keep getting to school and I keep doing what God said I'm doing, I can move up in levels and understanding what kind of soldier I am and understanding my rankings and understanding what do I do in my rankings. But if you don't keep the armor on and you don't keep the armor clean and you don't keep it polished, you're not going to have effective armor. So this is what I got to tell you tonight. Make sure you understand when you put this armor on that you know what you're doing because in this time we don't have time to play with it. I got to use my swords. Sometimes every time I leave the house, every time I wake up, sometimes I just got to say, hold on, Satan. You have no power. You have no authority. You are not supposed to cross this threshold. But I come to remind you that you better move out of my house. You better move off of my street. You better move out of my neighborhood. You better move out of my county. You got to remember that we are soldiers. We are a troop moving as one, making sure the enemy does not take up the territory. You got to remember that. And then tonight, as we know that we must have this armor, and we must know what to do with our armor. Jesus has shown us how to use every bit and piece of this armor. And now that we know how to wear it, that's what God is going to do the working. You cannot get something and let it sit there and collect us. You can't let it rust over. You must keep it active. I just want to remind you. When they said, so you may be able to stand in the evil day, you must have on your armor. When he said, therefore, put on a hog so that you may be able to stand, you must have on this armor. This armor is not for decoration. It's preparing you and equipping you and protecting you during battle. So let us pray. Let us pray. Eternal Father, we thank you tonight. God, we give you glory in this place, God. God, we want to thank you for what you have shown us over these weeks, God. God, for the breakdown of everything that you have given us through your word, God. God, to break down to every piece of the armor that we must use and must have on and know how to use it, God. God, we thank you that you have given this to us, God, in this very time, God. 
God, thank you for reminding us of your word and what we need to do. And God, where we need to be able to stand, God. God, we thank you for the shoes that, that keep us grounded, that keep us footed so we don't fall and slip and go everywhere. God, we thank you right now that you have put the belt on us, that we are lawns are girded up correctly and be able to hold on to our weapons, God. We thank you, God, that you have the righteousness upon us as a breastplate, God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you for the faith that you keep giving us through your word that's been spoken, through your word that's been read, that we may hear it, that our faith may be increased, God. God, we thank you for the helmet of salvation that protects our mind, protects our hearing, protects us in ways that we did not know that it would protect us, and that it will show that we are all as one. God, we thank you, God. For, for the very sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We thank you for that, God. We thank you for the time that you give us, that we understanding how to use this sword, God. God, we thank you for understanding how we must speak the very word when we are faced and situation in battle, God. God, we thank you that they reminded us back in Isaiah about the 54th chapter, 17th verse, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against us shall be condemned, God. We thank you right now that you have being our refuge and safe place, God. God, we thank you for hiding us in your, your, your pavilion, the secret places of your tabernacle, God. God, we thank you for being the strong tower, God. God, we thank you for lifting us up above our enemies, God. God, we thank you for being the king of glory. And God, who is the king of glory? You are the king of glory. And the king of glory shall come in, God. God, we thank you right now that we do not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the word of the word of God. God, we thank you right now that we in a place that we know that you are with us, just like you are with Moses, God. And God, we trust and believe that, that you shall never leave us nor forsake us, God. God, we know every place the foot of our foot, feet shall trod upon shall be ours, God. God, we thank you right now that you have made us the head and not the tail, God. God, we thank you right now that you have made us the lender and not the borrower, God. God, we thank you right now that you are our portion, God. And great is our faithfulness, God. God, we thank you tonight that you have found us to be in the right place in God and that we will know how to do what we need to do, God. God, we thank you that you reminded us go back unto our first love and do our first works once again, God. God, we thank you tonight that we can hear when you knock at the door that we can open, that you can come in, God. God, we thank you right now that you have been away out of nowhere, God. God, that we trusted in you and waited on you. And God, God, that we know that we waited on you, that you have renewed our strength and we have mounted upon wings of eagles and we can run and not get weary and walk and not fake. God, we thank you tonight that we are being equipped to know how to use a sword once again, God. God, that you're showing us how to hold it in our hands, God. God, you're showing us which way to go and which way so we don't thrust ourselves into trouble 
but know how to cut the enemy off when he tries to come at us. We know how to cut things off of the head so it don't continue to grow and try to control things. God, God we thank you right now. God, we thank you right now, God, that you have equipped us in this time. And God, that you keep reminding us that we are the ones that may have to fight in a battle, but God, that you already won the war. God, God, we thank you right now that we in a place to know that you are still God. And God, we want to thank you, God. God, we want to give you glory tonight, God. God, we want to lift your name up on high, God. God, because your name is higher than any name, God. And God, we remember that we know that at the sound of your name, that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord God. We thank you once again that you have been the God that brought us through even when we fell away, God. God, we thank you that you are married to the backslider, God. And God, we call in right now, God. God, even right now that the people may be battling in their bodies, but God, we trust and believe when you send your word that your word will go out and accomplish what it needs to do, God. God, we thank you right now that your word does not return to your void. God, we give you glory, God. God, we give you glory, God. God, we give you glory for a cloud filling in this place, God. God, we give you glory that the cloud is still moving, God. And God, that we've seen your spirit move in this place like never before, God. God, we thank you, God, that you have made a way out of no way, God. God, we thank you for bringing us through, God. God, we thank you for performing miracles, God. God, we thank you for loosening us from the infirmities that had us bound, God. God, we thank you that our faith is making us whole once again, God. God, we thank you right now that we can pick up our beds and begin to walk again, God. God, we thank you right now that our hands are looking new, God. God, we thank you that our feet look new, God. God, we thank you right now that you have done everything that you said that you would do in your word, God. God, we thank you for the promises that you have released for us, God. God, we thank you right now because you are the God of all God. You're the only true living God, and we thank you right now, God. God, we give you glory, God. God, we give you glory, God. God, we give you glory because you did not just let us die, and you did not just leave us half dead. But God just sent along someone to help us and bind up our wounds, God. And God, we thank you for that, God. God, we thank you for what you're doing by bringing us once together in unity, God. God, we thank you again that the body is not operating in retardation, God, but it's operating at a full capacity that the things that you have called us to do. God, we thank you tonight that you have been the God that's been bringing us through to every time. God, you've been the God that's been a miracle worker, God. God, you've been the God that is bringing us out of every situation that we've been through, God. God, we thank you, God. God, we thank Thank you for being the God while we are yet in the valley and you brought us through unto the mountaintop. God, God, we thank you when we are mucking Mara Clay that you was able to pull us out and be able to have a little baby stand on the rock that it is you, God. God, we thank you, God. God, we thank you, God. God, we thank you. Isha. Eka so abake, ya baba so kohisi.
God, we thank you. God, we give you glory. 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 God, we thank you. Ha! Thank you, God, for being God. We thank you, God. God, we thank you this, that we woke up in a bed and was not resting on the cooling board. God, we thank you. That we woke up with the activities of our limbs in our right minds. God, we thank you, God. We give you glory in this place. God, we give you glory because the glory belongs unto you, God. Thank you. We thank you. We give you glory. And we trust and believe everything that you've been teaching us over these weeks. Whether it was in Bible study or on this prayer line, God, that you give us a deeper revelation of you, God. God, we pray that even more scales fell off our eyes, that we can see better. God, that our ears are open, that we hear better from you, God. God, because we don't want to move unless you tell us to move, God. God, we don't want to speak unless you tell us to speak. And God, we give you glory. We thank you in advance, God, that it's done. God, and we stand on your word because there's no other place to stand that's solid as you've got. We thank you, God. We give you glory. In your precious son's name, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We thank you. We thank you for tuning in. And we pray that you'll be with us next week. We pray that that God has shown you some of this last few weeks of going over the armor of God. And God, we thank you for our bishop. Ha! We thank you for our first lady. We thank you for every person that's in ministry doing what God has called them to do. We thank you. And we thank them for the increase. I thank them for letting them me be used by God to do what we're doing today. And we give you glory and honor. Until next week, God, y'all be blessed. I pray protection upon you. I pray that God blesses you in, in your thanksgiving. I pray that every person that's being fed at the resource center, that they will see the very light of God in everybody serving them and see that God is still the way and God will make a way out of no way. I pray that, that we will see that tomorrow. Yeah, I believe God for it. And until next Tuesday, y'all be blessed.
for tuning in to our Tuesday night prayer. We thank God for you tuning in, supporting us as we are church to trying to reach the world through prayer and the word of God. We thank y'all for tonight. So let's join in with a quick word of prayer. Eternal Father, we thank you tonight, God. God, we thank you for the time that you're providing for us, God, for the ways you're making right now, God. God, for the edification that you're bringing unto the body of Christ in this word right now, God, we thank you. God, we give you glory in this time, God, for the word that you give to us, for the time we have prayer, God. We thank you that you are going to continue to be the God that, that will make a way out of no way, God. That you will be the God that will be the bridge over the troubled water, God. God, that you will be, be the wheel in the middle of the wheel, God. That you would be the bright and morning star. God, we thank you for being the lily and the valley. God, we thank you right now, God, that you have been a God of all. And God, we give you the glory, God, and we give you the honor in your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. For the word of the Lord for tonight, for our prayer, it's going to come from St. Mark, the fifth chapter. 25th verse. Very familiar verse, but the Lord is going to move in a different way tonight. So, St. Mark, the 5th chapter, starting out at the 21st verse, and this will be read in the King James Version. And it reads such at the 25th verse. And a certain woman, which who had an issue of blood for 12 years, and she has suffered many things of many physicians, has spent all that she had, and nothing was better, but rather grew worse. Then she had heard that Jesus came by and she said she oppressed by it and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And straightway the, the blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone from out of him and turned about in, in the pressing and said, who touched my clothes? And I'm going to skip down to this one. And this is a verse at 34. And he said, daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of the plague. And there goes for the scripture tonight. I just want to drop in your spirits and just want to drop a nugget just for a minute. And we're going to go into prayer. Because the Lord has reminded us and put in our heart that we need to pray for pastors. We need to pray for the first ladies, the ones who walk beside them. And even if it was a female pastor, for the man that walks beside them as they do the work of the Lord and not about the work of themselves. So in this, it reminded us of one thing that I believe we were reminded, if you know anything about Church of God in Christ. We had Gilbert Earl of Haddison, the bishop. He said one famous thing that he always would say, be healed, be delivered, and be set free. So in this thing, 
when the Lord was, was working on me in this, this scripture about the issues. See, here is the issues. Rather, the issues are in your, your body, your mind, in your finances, in your relationships. There is an issue that we all have. And some of our issues are not just something that we can go by just for a day, just for a month, just for a week. Some of us deal with the issues for years. So we have to remember, even though we may be a praise and worship leader, even though we may be a preacher, even though we may be a pastor, we still got issues that need to be healed. Does not mean that God will not get you and get the glory out of this, but it means I got issues that I still want healing in my body, that I still want healing in my soul, that I still want healing in my mind and, and in my finances, in my relationships, within my community, within my church. I still want some healing. So this is where we have to understand it. We cannot depend on the outward, the, the, the natural things to deal with our spiritual things that's going on. And that's going to just reiterate what Evander Dilworth was talking about this morning. And I'm like, she was in all in my stuff. But we got to remember, in order for us to be able to understand our spiritual issues, we must handle them in a spiritual way. We cannot handle what we're dealing with battling in our minds and try to do it in a natural way. Even though I do believe in the things of the, they have that naturally come, that they got a vaccine, they got cold medicine, they got things that are going on, but something when it happens in your spirit, when your soul is sick, you can't run to a doctor for them to heal. You must go to the only physician that can heal what's going on in your soul, and that's Jesus. And we got to understand it. We got to stop looking for outward things to heal the inward things that's going on in us. The issues that we're dealing with, we, we, we should not have them for the period we have. For God has already let us know in his word. If we believe and trust in him and know that he will, he can send his word and we are healed. If we bring it unto him and, and come before the throne of grace and put it before him that God is able to be able to deal with your situation. But we don't want to do that. We want to go every Everywhere but to God to handle the issue. So this is where we have to understand it. Once we recognize the issue, now God, now what are you going to do in this time? I've been everywhere. I've been to the life coach. I've been to the psychologist and they gave me tools and everything. But the situation in my spirit, man, the situation in my soul is still going on and I need a healing in my soul. So, so Lord, what do I do? I went to the pastor and looked for the pastor to work it out. I went to the prophetess and then went and sold a thousand dollars looking that things were going to turn around. But it was not in that. It was why I had to go to Jesus for myself to understand I got to have my issues fixed. And that's when the woman that had done everything, when she heard that Jesus was coming by, but she put it in her mind and had faith enough in God that if I get there and I can just touch this, his clothes, I can be made whole. So the faith with the understanding that I can be healed and I can be delivered. Now, here, here's the thing is, once we understand, he said, be healed. So that's where my mind is in the right place. 
Y'all got to catch that. Come on. My mind is in the right place because being healed does not remove me from the issue all the time. If we remember that Peter was sitting there locked up and his chains fell off, but he was still in the place. That means I got to a place to understand I can be healed. I know I can be delivered, but it is I didn't get to the place where I was set free. So understanding there is a process to get you to the place where you need to be. You cannot look at this thing and be in the same place all the time. Sometimes when the Lord heals you, you can look around and see building in the prison. But you don't have a prison mindset because he's already healed your mind. You already got a mind to be out there doing what the Lord has said to do. You turn wherever you act into the ministry that God has laid upon you. So you have to understand when I'm being delivered, I have to be delivered while I'm in mess sometimes. I want y'all to understand this. I, I know the women can get this. When you deliver a baby, it is still covered in all kind of mucus and embryonic fluids and everything. It's covered in that. But it's been delivered. You got to catch that. It's been delivered. But it still got some stuff on it. So you got to understand in your deliverance, it's going to take some cleaning up. I wish y'all could catch this thing in the spirit right now. Because here's the thing. Once I'm delivered, means I'm out of the situation, but sometimes I get have stuff on me. So let me tell you about this. The Lord gave me a vision the other day. He showed me a man hunting in the woods. And the man had a pheromone on him that he did not know. But the wolf kept coming after him. But it wouldn't harm him. And every time he kept coming around, it would come around, but it could not do him no harm. So it let me know the Lord was showing me, even though you delivered out of the danger, what the wolf could do for you, but you still got some residue on you that you got to get off. You delivered that you won't go back to mess with it, but you still got to get some stuff off that they can see that you delivered. So you got to understand this in the process where she said, if I could only just touch the hem of his garment, if I only could touch his clothes, I know I'd be made whole. So here's the thing when she touched it immediately. But some people don't understand that my process may not look immediately to you, but God saw it immediately. What was going on was already done. It was set free. He already knew his virtue that he had walking here healed her. It had delivered her. And she has got to a place where she, she wasn't even dealing with it no more. She knew it was going out of her body. That she had no longer to deal with the fibroids that caused her to miss straight all the, for, for 12 years straight. She had no longer to, all of those things that were in her womb that would not allow anything to grow, to birth out, was dried up instantly. But we got to understand. We got to get to the place of being set free. Because like when I understood the vision kept going and when the Lord showed me and spoke to me and said, when you are set free or you want to look at made free. When it comes around, it can't even see you no more. All it sees the new creature that God has created. All it sees is everything new in you. All it's going to see is the light that God put in you that you will shine upon men that will draw them unto Jesus Christ. You got to understand, you got to go through this process 
in order to be the place of being made whole. And tonight I want to pray for, for pastors that have been wounded, have been dealing with issues. And anybody that's in leadership, they get wounded and have issues. They, they, they lift their hands in worship and they have holes in the, in the vessel, God. They, 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 the anointing is flowing, in, but it cannot contain because it's been broken, it's been cracked, it's been ripped, it's been torn in all kinds of places. But we still want to worship you, God, but we want to be made whole again. For every pastor out there tonight, we pray that you be made whole to God. Be made hold again because God has still got work for you to do. There are generations that you have to still preach the gospel to, that you have to reach in a level that no one else saw. And I want to talk to some of you just a little bit. There's some of y'all that's sitting there in the pews. Y'all, y'all are broken vessels. And you want to be used by God. But you know I'm, I'm not whole yet. Every time the anointing comes in, every time the, the Spirit of God moves, I feel it, but I can't con- can't contain it, can't hold it, can't, can't get to a place where I can get an overflow. But God says tonight, it's the night that you, that you would just submit yourself unto him and truly lay yourself before him that you will be made whole. He's saying, it's your faith that you are faithfully coming, doing what God has called you to do, even though you may be cracked, you may be broken, you may be wounded. But tonight, the Lord said, you shall be made whole. So let us pray. Eternal Father, tonight, God, we come to you as your children who love to serve you, God. God, we come to you just to thank you for us having time to be before you. We thank you that you would give us your word, that we would have directions and which way to move forward, God. God, we thank you right now that the things that we've been going through, the things that we've been suffering, that you would be able to be the God that would deliver us out of it all, God. We thank you that you've been the God that has been making us whole, God. We thank you for the God that you've been healing us and miracles have been happening. And God, while we're in that time, God, we declare and decree miracles in this time. God, in all the month of this 12th, 12th month of this year of 2020, God, we declare and decree miracles, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. God, we declare miracles in people's finances. God, we declare miracles in, people, in people's lives and their health and their mind and their churches. God, we declare miracles. God, we declare miracles, God. God, we declare that it will happen that we will see the signs and wonders that follow thee, God. God, we declare and decree that we will see that. God, it will not die out in years ago, but God, we will see the very manifestation of a God. God, and for every leader right now, God. That has been been hurt, has been wounded, not by the world, but by church people who don't understand that there's kingdom work out there to do, God. God, we speak to them, God. God, we speak healing, God. We speak wholeness unto their bodies right now, God. God, we speak wholeness, God, even though I know they are vessels, they're marred in your hands. But God, as you being the part of, we know you can make them again, God. God, make them and create them to be stronger than they were before, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus God God we speak to them now and to the brokenness of them God that it will be made whole once again God God for every one of them that have given all they have given 
not for people, but for you, God, that you would go in and do miracles in their life, God. God, that you would go into that vessel and begin to perform a miracle that they will be healed, that there will be no more cracks, that there will be no more holes in their soul, that they can attain the, the, the anointing that you pour into them, that they be able to pour into someone else, God. God, we thank you, God, right now, God. God, for the shepherds. Yes, God, for the shepherds that are out there that are fighting spiritual warfare, God, that are in the midst of fighting against battles that they will continue to do what God has called them to do, but the battles are becoming closer in their house, God. God, we declare and decree victory right now for them, God. God, we declare and decree that there are hold in you once again, God. God, we know that you the only God that can do it, God. And God, we declare and decree that everything that they're facing, God, for everyone that tried to leave, uh, did not leave correctly, God. God, send healing unto the pastors, God. Send healing unto the shepherds right now that they will be in a place to shake themselves and get back up and continue to work. Be able to have the testimony and say, I saved the sheep because God has shown me how, God. God, show them how to be able to walk through the mess that the sheep leave and still lead us with the anointing that God has given them. God, we thank you, God. God, God, even from every place of this state right now, God, begin to move through every church that's in the cocoa office right now, God. God, I speak over Shadri Kesor, bring back the order, God. God, bring back holiness, God. God, bring them back to a place where they will understand it, that my pride is destroying my gift. God, right now, God, right now, begin to speak to them, God. God, if you need to have them arrested by the Holy Spirit, God, arrest them to get them to a place to know that you are God and not be popped up in their flesh no more, God. God, God, shake them. Waken this church once again, God. Waken the church that we will be in a place that know you and hear you and only move with you, God. God, no more of our own agendas, but God, but, but being obedient to you, then hear your word, God. Be obedient to you whenever you say stand still, God. To be obedient to you when you say cause a shut in, God. Be obedient to you when you said call a fast, that we will fast and be obedient to the fast and not compromise ourselves. No more, God. Now God move on them. God beseke mano robosha. We thank you, God. He Bring it forth, God. He Bring forth. Now see. Now see. No more leading 
and dormant in your gifts. Awaken the anointing. Awaken these gifts, says the Lord. Stir them up. Stir them up now. Say, hey, we thank you, Father. God, we give you glory in this time, God. God, we give you glory. We thank you. Move, God. Move, God. We thank you. Give your glory, God. We thank you in advance that you're doing it, God. God, I just, I see it. I hear it, and I know it's hidden power. The body that desires it now, I see the wholeness. I see the oneness moving and being obedient with God. But you have to desire it. You have to want it. And the more you desire the one, the more order I shall bring. You shall see a real awakening and reviving. And you shall see the crusade hit this land. But you have had to desire it. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. We give you glory. God, we give you honor. And we know it's done. We stand on your word. We believe in your word. We trust your word, God. We thank you, God. Arise, arise, no more sleeping, arise, 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 shakiri ando no rabandiri si no riamando toro ramande i andere andaso. Arise, God, we thank you. God, we give you glory. We know it's done. We thank you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for the set men of this ministry. God, we thank you for the pastor and the bishop of Mims. God, God, we thank you. God, we thank you for. The for the woman that walks beside him. God, we thank you because know why? Because you have anointed them, God. Because you have given vision unto them, God. We thank you for them, God. God, we honor and we appreciate the gift that you have blessed us with, God. We thank you, God. God, we honor them like never before because you, God, deserve the honor. Reminding that expansion, expansion, every place that your foot shall tread upon shall be yours. Remember, every place your foot had tread upon shall be yours, saith the Lord. He is with thee. 
We thank you, Father. We give you glory. We stand on your word that everything that men said it shall manifest. God, we shall see the very fruits of the labor that people have done for you and not for themselves. God, we thank you that we will see manifestation when everybody thinks there's nothing left for the church to do. But God, you shall come in and move with a mighty wind. Thank you. God, we give you glory. God, we give you honor. In your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We thank you. We thank you, God. We thank you. We thank y'all for tuning in. God, we bless your name that you were able just to be a part of the of the moment that God has with us. We thank you for that. And God has blessed you. Always remember to sow to the ministry, sow into the word that the Lord has given to you. I will never tell you the amount of the Lord unless the Lord says give it. But if something in your heart says so in the word that was given to you to seal it, do so. Always understand the cash app, dollar sign, mims, CLG. Do it. So. So. I'm telling you, it is seed. I don't know why. And I, everybody knows usually they come to it. So. Because there is something that is getting ready to move like never before. And if you sowing in this fertile ground, you're going to see something miraculous happen. And things that you prayed in your prayer closet will see the very manifestation of God move. So I speak to you. You know it. Go ahead and sow. And I, I speak a hundredfold blessing on everybody's soul. God, we bless. Until next week, may God smile upon you is my prayer.